Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. hey it's Pat Boyle in for Mraz. Mraz and Bogish in for DA. And on this Wednesday in the Best of the DA show, the Celtics stay alive. Could we be in store for another historic 0-3 comeback? Plus, a champ and a chump. What's the veal with Aaron Rodgers' calf injury? Your best audio of the day in soundcheck. Peter Schwartz is stunned to a news. Canadian bacon by yours truly. Advanced analytics and the epic fail. It's a jam-packed Wednesday. It's the best of the DA show. It's now. So we were faced with a premise entering last night, Bogues. Would we be staring at nine days off before the NBA Finals? Whew. That would have been something. And I believe we both... We both thought something could have been up and that the Celtics would find a way to survive. And at least if the game was close, the officials might make sure. And we got Scott and Foster. we got Scott Foster. You put Scott Foster on that plane anytime a game is in doubt. But things looked hairy at points, at least in the first half. Then, you know, it got tight again early fourth quarter. But in the end, are the shoes going to survive? They did, and it's where we begin. It's your cold open. Same mentality. It's when to go home for us. So, I mean, you know, um, at this point, we have nothing to lose. We just got to go out there and leave it all on the court. You feel good about tonight? I feel very good about tonight. Don't let us get one. Oh, I'm sorry. Good. No, just don't let us get one. So, don't let uh, us get Kevin this Kevin There you go. Tatum, straight away against Struce. Seven on the shot clock. Tatum puts it in the right hand. Past the elbow. Floats it up and in. A 13-0 run. And the Celtics try to save their season right now. They've gone from down nine to up four, 65-61 with 7.18 to go in the third. I just told them, like, you know, we can't start the quarter off not getting a 50-50 ball and just keep your poise and execution. And I thought the guys had a great awareness, too, uh, intentionality to what we were running. You know, um, spacing was good and execution was good. Screen from out of Biles and his three blocked from behind by Derek White. Tatum passes on the loose ball. Numbers. Bounce pass lead. Al Horford for Jalen Brown. Dives in and flushes hard on Bam out of Biles. Timeout, Eric Spolstra. Oh, they sandwiched him. Oh, that was a pancake in his face. With no syrup. If anything, it'll build momentum for us, knowing that we have to play with a lot more energy. And, um, you know, we got to play like our backs are against the wall. But I, I think all year long, we've been better and have to do things the hard way. Here comes Marcus up the left side of the floor. Celtics by 14. Marcus drop back to Tatum. Tatum, one dribble return of Marcus Smart. Left side, three. Got it! Ooh, all them deuces was cooking you. They were sticking forks in you. 
Jason Tatum comes back in the game, and the Celtics score 12 straight. They lead by 17 with 7-11 to go in game four. Doing the little things over and over. Tonight was the little things. Um, you know, we, we, we trusted in each other. Um, we believed in each other continuously. Um, even when we were down, we continuously believed in each other. And that's what we got to continue to do. No matter what, we got to continue to play the right way continue to believe in each other and let the chips fall where they may. Tonight was never going to be about the series. It was never about the matchups. Tonight was about the Celtics showing their heart, playing with pride. They did it, and they roar from behind, and they send a message to the Miami Heat that we're not done yet. I don't believe it. The most amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart-rending. It's DA's top story. Here he goes. It's your cold open. All right. Well, if you missed the game, Pat Boyle made sure to include the full game there in your cold open. <laughs> Sean Grandy and Cedric Maxwell. The time for analytics. They're right? on Celtics Radio. Good night, everybody. Yeah, thanks, I, Pete. I know I heard Marcus Smart in there with the uh, don't get one, just don't let us get one. Oh, here's all the sound. Joe Mazzula was in there, Jimmy <laughs> Butler, more Marcus Smart. Larry Bird, yes. Kevin McHale, exactly. Dwayne Wade. Johnny. 116-99 <laughs> is the win by the Celtics on the road. Look, the Celtics were down nine early in the first quarter. Uh, went down big with about 90 seconds to go. Down nine with uh, 90 seconds to go in the into the second half. And they went on a couple runs. This was a game of runs for the Celtics. Uh, they went on the 17-5 run early in the second quarter. The 18-0 run is obviously the big one in the third quarter. And then they went on another late run in the fourth quarter, including, by the way, get this, Jason Tatum actually taking shots in the fourth quarter, which is an unbelievable premise. And the Celtics survive, and they get it back to a game five. And look, what, what is the record? 150-0 yeah. teams that are down three, uh, teams that are up 3-0. Only three times has a team gotten to even game seven. Let alone, so no right. one's ever won. Three times have we got, just three times have we gotten to game seven. But... So- so here's what I'm going to say. It's possible above. right now, Sean. Well, this is exactly... Bogues, we're in lockstep here. This feels like a really unique series and a really unique circumstance, and maybe we will all look stupid in Game 5. But this is as l- alive an opportunity, I think, a team has been ever from being down 3-0. And I think part of it has to do with a couple of things, right? A, we're talking about an 8-seed that was really kind of like a 7-seed, but an 8-seed that is down a bunch of guys or at least down Tyler Hero through most of this postseason. Jimmy Butler's their big star. I mean, the Celtics are the more talented team here by far. And they have the potential of two more of these games being at home. And Marcus Smart saying, don't let us get one. He's kind of right. Yeah. I think all the pressure is now on Miami in a game number five. You don't want to come back, even if you're home in game six, knowing now you've lost two in a row and the Celtics are starting to be revived a little bit. Again, the Heat... This could just simply be one game. It's hard to sweep a team. But I feel like the opportunity is live there, especially if Tatum is now feeling himself a little bit. Well, again, the only scientific term involved in this conversation is gentleman's sweep. That is a thing. Yeah. Not ungentlemanly mops and whatever. And, and by the way, shame on you. Were you bored last night? Had nobody bothered you long enough? Like you had Why? to tweet your daughter sweeping up your face? Like, you need to just go back down that well again? No, that was actually coincidence. I got okay. a text. I got a happy anniversary text from my sister, and she said, how are you celebrating anniversary? I was laying on the floor playing with my kids, so I was going to tape, you know, what she was jumping on me. And out of nowhere, she grabbed a little broom and swept me in the face as I was taping. I said, well, this is good to tweet out. Right, because you wanted people to remember that you were the broom guy. I am the broom guy. But anyway, so I, I digress. They do remember. Um, not that you want to be down 03, 
But if you're going to get down 0-3, you want to be where the Celtics are. You want to be, in theory, the better team. You want to have the two home games, the three left. And they woke up yesterday. This was not the Heat. I don't think this was the Heat just being gentlemen here and letting us go back to Game 5 because Game five's in Boston. There's going to be a Game 6. In fact, they probably shouldn't even go to Game 5. Just stay in Miami. I need extra rest. That's the hottest bogus take I've ever heard. Come back for Game 6, and then we go. But if the Celtics lose Game 5 at home, if they're doing that last night, if they go back to no-showing and Tatum disappears after late third quarter, then they all should be fired. They all should be caught. They all should be released and put them back in the G League. But I think we've got a series here. They woke up. Something's different about them yesterday. And to me, it erases all these conversations now. Did Joe Mazzulla lose the team? Are they not paying attention anymore? To me, the one ah. win. But how? But here, how ah. do you? No, but listen. How do you say today? None of those things apply anymore because of what you just rolled out. They did not start well. Miami was playing well, and it wasn't one or two. It was three or four significant answers to Miami pushes. And Joe Mazzulla had to use a timeout correctly. So, like, we, they listened last night. He had Look, the, he had their attention last night. But here's the other part. A, these are still really good players. Tatum Brown especially. Right. Marcus Smart as well. B, I mean, there are all these reports that have come out about the team basically growing tired of each other, hating each other and everything. Got newsflash. Maybe the team knows there could be a new head coach next year. Maybe they know that this thing is going to get blown up. Maybe you had a collection of guys going, I better play my ass off if I want to land in a spot or be here where I need to be. And that includes Jalen Brown. That includes Marcus Smart. I... These guys could have all went out individually making sure they put out good tape last night and just resulted in, oh, yeah, we're really good, and they win the game. Yeah. I, I got to see them go work work their magic here in game five again. I, I don't know that it was a face-saving effort by them. Like, that's the end of the regular season kind uh, of effort. I, I mean, but, that's, but there's got to be some night. personal pride last night. Well, there was from Tatum in the fourth quarter. Yeah, there was personal pride because they decided to pay attention and listen. Now, of course, it's on the table that they somehow wet themselves and are useless in Game 5. But that Totally. I, but, I mean, and then shame on all of them that happens. And the, Miami still may win the series in 6 or even 7. And God forbid losing Game 7 in Boston if, you're, if you get the series to that far. But for all of the stories about they aren't listening anymore, there's this disconnect, they're not paying attention... They paid attention. They didn't. Many other teams would have just mailed that in and get, get me out of here. Get me I to the see. summer. And they didn't yesterday. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. I will. How about the first round with the Minnesota Timberwolves? That is a team that basically was brawling with each other how much they hated Rudy Gobert. They go down 3-0 versus the Denver Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Okay? All the stories about what a mistake, this, this, that, and the other. And what happens in game four? They pull themselves together, they have a little personal pride, and they win a basketball game. That's all this could have been last night. But the T-Wolves are not the Celtics. It's a different... Oh, really? The T-Wolves are actually underachieved. They got a lot of freaking talent. They're, it's in a diff, they're in a different level of the, of the NBA right now. The T-Wolves are not the Celtics. And the Nuggets well, the, were <laughs> gentlemen in that scenario. The Heat were not last night. But the Heat are also not as good as the Nuggets. No, but I don't. But but Miami wasn't on cruise control in Game Four because they knew the series was over and they were going to win it easily. Marcus Smart's right in that. Don't give us one. Don't let us live. And the Heat let them live last night. The Celtics kept themselves alive. That's that's not the same thing as a round one mismatch 
into a gentleman's suite. This is going to be some next four hours, 855-212-4227. The number is 855-212-4CBS, because now I'm on defense, not on offense, in this co-hosting role with Uh Bogus. Bogus came out, and he turned heel on me, because... Five minutes ago, I completely agreed with Bogus's point. I think the Celtics now have become live. And then hearing like his almost assuredness that it was going to game six made me have to fight back yeah. and go, let's calm down a little bit. We don't necessarily know that. And now I'm sitting here almost going, you're an idiot. The Celtics are going to lose in game five. You, you almost flipped me in five minutes. If they lose, if they let me and Boston down by playing a crap game in game five, and I mean a crap game, the way they played in game three, if they play a legit game and Miami's better... Great job by Miami. But if the Celtics go back to all the nonsense that predated game four and all the conversations about what was wrong and should we fire Joe Missoula and where are we trading Jalen Brown, if they lose like that, then they should be relegated to the G League. They should be playing the main blue claws, whatever they're called. <laughs> next wow. Year. The main blue claws. You cannot do what you did last night and then go home and lose game five in embarrassing fashion. You get beat, you get beat. But this is now, again... They, to me, hit the pause button on all the crazy high-end negativity. They listened to their head coach last night. They seemed to have a plan. They didn't fade. They didn't disappear. That game was not one from the opening tip where Miami was just like, okay, guys, you get this one. That was a game that they could have lost. It was not in their grasp after halftime. And then they won by 17 points. Well, that answers a lot of questions. I think we are now in a world after last night where one of two things is true and is going to happen. The first thing is that the Celtics look drastically different next year, and Jalen Brown for sure is a piece that's gone, and maybe the head coach is gone. The second thing is we live in a world where the two most iconic comebacks, 3-0 down, are from Boston franchises. And nobody, nobody needs to live in that world. Nobody. Yeah, but you know how arrogant those people are? Didn't in passing... That was you, wicked cool. Right. In passing, I feel like arrogantly yesterday, you said that that's over. The, the Red Sox rally is overrated. But it will breathe life and not be overrated if now both of the big ones are Boston teams. Oh, so the Celtics can confirm a two-decade-old... Becomes a city thing. Uh, Becomes a city thing. That's your fear. It okay. does. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. 
There's joy in every journey. Only one letter separates them, but they're galaxies apart. One is a true winner. One is a pathetic loser. This is DA's Champ or Chump. All right, it's Brass and Bogus here on the DA Show. I'm going to give you your champ of the day. How about Vegas fans? Last night, we see a couple in the crowd there traveling to Dallas. They packed the house the first couple games versus the Stars again. They packed the house all postseason long. They've now proven a couple years post-pandemic they could pack the house for the Raiders. And I think this Golden Knights basically run and reminder. I mean, folks, we were looking at the TV before. Golden Knights fans on the road, traveling on the road to Dallas, is just a reminder of how far that town and city has come from being just all about the tourists coming in to, yeah, the people that live there that are diehard sports fans that have been dying for teams and have gotten their hands on a hockey team and a football team, and it looks like a baseball team, and again, I I understand all of what's gone on and, and how much that stinks for Oakland, what's probably going to happen. But I think if there's any town in America, the, the people that live there that have now proven they can sustain all these teams, market size be damned. My champs are the Vegas fans. Bring on the A's. You're not wrong. I mean, that was the question, right? Yeah. Like, going into expansion there was, are there enough actual residents to yeah. be fans? And Golden Knights games are arguably the best, like, in-arena experience yeah. in the NHL. Yeah, this is, look, that that is a diehard fan. There's a lot of people that have moved there, lived there, and they just wanted sports teams of their own. Um, it, it's just been incredible. And now, if you get to the point where you have fans that are willing to take road trips, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, I think you've made it. I yeah. think you've made it. That's your chance. That's DA's chance. All right, I got your chump. It's a little bit of a preview of something we're going to do about two hours from now. Theoretically, that's when it's scheduled to be discussed. But just in case, because things do kind of fall off our uh, agenda at times. My chump is new Suns owner Matt Ishbia. And the new reason why he gets to mention this week is because Doc Rivers, a reported finalist for the Suns job. What in the world is Matt Ishbia doing? He shouldn't have fired Monty Williams to begin with, but... You're going to hire Doc Rivers because why? All of the things that got Doc Rivers fired correctly in Philadelphia are going to stop in Phoenix with Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. Unless you like losing game seven after leading a series three games to one, why would you even think about making Doc Rivers your head coach? Yeah, I mean, Bogues, after investing that much to give up Bridges and Johnson and all of those picks for Kevin Durant and... To basically get back in on Chris Paul for a year. Who, by the way, we've seen the Chris Paul-Doc Rivers thing before. That also didn't end in a finals. I agree. This is just... It felt like the moment Doc Rivers was out, he was going to the broadcast. But how could you hire him if you're Phoenix? You're setting yourself up for, like, the biggest disastrous joke situation in a postseason. That's a chump, Petey. That's That's DA's chump. Class is now dismissed. Daniel tweets in, Bogey in the landfill. I don't mm. think Big Bogey works. By the way, Daniel, the same person yesterday, rocked the cages with Peter Schwartz. It made it seem like we were talking about him with free tickets yesterday. We were not. We were not. Robin321 wants to let us know that he's lost 24 pounds since last year. Thanks, Rob. That was your one chance to tweet. <laughs> See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Moose tweets in, screw this guy, too little, too late, get lost. That would be Zach Hampel, who yesterday... At Yankee Stadium, caught another Cedric Mullins home run ball, mm-hmm. this pig, and he tweeted a video out with a message that he'd be willing to give it to Little Man. The guy in Baltimore, you wouldn't give the ball to, A.J. Rodriguez. 
I just why are we giving this guy attention? Yeah, right. I mean, like, why? Why how are we is talking he catching, about this incel? How is he catching so many balls? How many games have we all been to in our entire life in good territories? Foul balls, home yeah. runs, and I've had a ball come near me in recent memory. And this dude, every other, I don't understand how this keeps happening. So he's there last night. You think he's back tonight? What else is he going to do? Shawnee and Bobby are heading out to Yankee Stadium tonight. Mm-hmm. Do I make it a point to find Zach Campbell? And do what? What are you going to do to him? Stick to him like glue. Play defense for nine innings. So and he basic- can't get one? Yeah. Or do you guys bring a glove, you and your dad? Do I? Oh, this is what I'm asking. Do I sacrifice the nice seats I will have to go out to the outfield, bring a glove, and say... My one job tonight is not to watch the game, not to have a beer, not to eat anything, but to make sure Zach Campbell doesn't leave with anything. Wait a minute, you have those seats? No. Why would you ruin Absolutely your night? Yeah. Well, this is what I'm asking you. Am I no. a man of the people where me and my dad are going to sit behind home plate tonight and have a you know, nice little dinner, sit there, have a little, just us two? Do I sacrifice that to make sure for the good of the American public, Zach Campbell doesn't get a ball and he finds out why he didn't get a ball? No, you can leave your hard hat at home. Be a civilian tonight like you want. Just have fun. America will be fine if Zach Campbell. But this guy deserves... Somebody's got to go out there because there's enough people glossing. Not you. You do enough for us. Have yourself a night. You deserve it. What if you fail and he catches it anyway? He would not because I would make sure I'd steal it from him. I'd deck him in the face. All right. That's good. Well, if you're going to punch him and go to jail, then maybe I suggest... I wouldn't do it in a punching go to jail fashion. It would be like a little it's my ball, you know, wrestling situation. Oh, you just said a little oh, yeah, forearm. So goes that. Yeah. This guy out hustles kids, other grown men right. every game apparently to catch foul balls. Have you ever seen somebody uh with my hips box him out before? I haven't. I think I got a shot. Zach Campbell needs to be stopped. I think he probably takes two steps and he's around you. And yeah. the worst is he tweets it out last night people are like, "Good job, Zach. Good job." Baseball culture is so weird. The two people we should hate are Zach Hample and Marlins Man, and overwhelmingly people love them. So weird to me. And then people hate us. I don't know why. What do we do? And we don't have enough time to, to explain that. <laughs> All right. But there's, a, there's plenty of reasons. All right. Yesterday, OTAs going on mm-hmm. across the league. OTAs organized team activities. These are not optional team activities. These are the ones where basically they want you showing up as a team, get yourself together post-draft, run through a couple practices, get a feel for each other, and you kind of break off and we'll see you again in July is virtually what's gone on here. Aaron Rodgers shows up, gets ready for this big practice yesterday, and can't practice. Why? Why can't he practice, you might ask? Well, in stretching and warming up, Aaron Rodgers, what's going on? What? Are you are you two talking to each other? Me and Pete? Yeah. Well, actually, you're not. No. 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 I thought I was about to get backstabbed for a second. I mean, stand by. No, Pete. No, I'm trying to figure out something. Oh, I think you guys have set me up for something. Do the segment, please. Oh, okay. exactly. From right. the top. We, three, two, two and one. No, I'm just kidding. Aaron Rodgers warms up yesterday. Starts... Stretching and tweaks a calf. Tweaks a calf. Oh, my calf. Oh, my calf. Oh. And then that leads to Zach Wilson taking all first team reps. <laughs> now, he didn't break a femur. 
He didn't tear a meniscus. He didn't break a collarbone. Right. All labrums are intact. Yes. He strained a calf. So why why is a strained calf in OTAs a big story? Because it's a reminder. It's a reminder that as we all drool because he's Aaron Rodgers and that's a big name and he's going to a team named the Jets, it's a reminder that everybody from uh, whether it's Peter King to what whatever your favorite TV show is that talks sports, whether it's the DA show here on CBS Sports Radio as well, that when you hear the projections of playoff teams and, wow, well, the the Jets with Aaron Rodgers, they got to be right there with the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Bengals. I've heard that take. I think it is way more likely than not that Aaron Rodgers misses multiple games due to injury this year than it is the Jets are a definitive playoff team. He's already tweaking calves. He is going to be 40 years old. Also, that's not a knock on Aaron Rodgers. It's just the reality. I don't know how many people need to hear this. We have now seen evidence, more evidence. Drew Brees, who couldn't play those whole seasons, remember, those last couple years. Philip Rivers, who was meh with the Colts, even though they made the playoffs for a year. Eli Manning became a disaster the last couple years. Ben Roethlisberger, let's be honest, was not a great quarterback those last couple years. Aaron Rodgers was an MVP two years ago, was an MVP three years ago. Aaron Rodgers regressed last year. Now, his stats still were, you know, fine. They were good, but they weren't elite, unbelievable, great. He no longer really has that running ability with him either. I believe last year was the beginning of a regression, not a one-time, now he's going to be back to an MVP part of this. And I think it becomes harder than ever to keep yourself healthy through the you know the entire NFL season. He's already tweaking calves in warm-ups, in stretching and OTAs. I think you are lying to yourself, and I get why Jet fans would. But if you are somebody who's not a Jet fan initially who thinks that, well, just looks at this Jet roster lazily and goes, Aaron Rodgers, this team's going to roll. This is going to be a story all year long. Aaron Rodgers is not playing 17 games for this Jet team, folks. So there's a lot to get to unpack there. Um, I don't think yesterday matters at all. I think it's funny that it was, oh, he's here and things are going so well and the atmosphere is different and he cares about the little things. You can feel his presence and then he tweaks a calf. I get that. And I understand at face value the concerns of a guy at his age and a calf on day one. I get why that lines up to... Oh, no, here we go. Right. And his numbers were down last year. The interceptions were up. There's no doubt about that. But I don't agree that he's in the beginning of an actual steady decline. I think he'll be better than he was last year. He has better players around him. I'm hoping he's, if he was pouting last year and pissed off last year, that those emotions are gone. They should Uh, not have affected him. He's got one better player. He has better wide receivers. The guys are going to play the snaps. Garrett Wilson's a better wide receiver than Christian Watson. Okay, they're yes. both rookies. He's still going to have Lazard and Cobb running around out there. Like that came with him. All right, that's fair. But the uh, but he's not going to continue to drop from what he did last year. Like he's not going to play worse than he did last year. How do you know? He's older. I know, he's, older. I know he's older, but I I don't think that he's going to continually decrease his production from year to year. He's not going to return to being an MVP, I would think, from two or three years ago. But I don't think this is him on a straight decline without stopping. I mean, the, the question, we might be just nitpicking here, how steep a decline? Aaron Rodgers, ultimately, what he did last year, he still had an opportunity in the final game of the season to be the best player on the field, rise to the MVP occasion for one game. Yeah. 
And you could honestly make the case if you went back and watched the game, there were, what what do we call it, 44 starters on the field? Sure. He was one of the four worst in that game. All right. So that's one thing. Whether you want to believe well, the weather got colder and he declined at the end there. His play declines one thing. This began with his health, right? Right. But that's a part of it. Sure. He also hasn't missed a game in like five years. Right. And last year he did play essentially with a broken thumb and he played through it. Right. But played, it affected his play. Right. But that broken thumb is a broken thumb. You can get that at 22 or 42. That's not a sign of wear and tear and age. His, I don't the think he has osteoporosis the yet. Where you get. Yeah, not at 40. I mean, Bogues, your back hurts more than it did 10 years ago. It does, but doesn't mean doesn't prevent him from playing NFL games, and his bones aren't brittle at 40. Well, I'm not saying brittle. But if you're blaming his thumb on his age, then you're saying his bones are weaker than they were at 25. Or, and well, maybe that's medically no, no, no. true or possible. Or he breaks that bone at 25, but and he's, he heals faster? Yes. All right. I don't think a calf issue yesterday, as poorly times it might have been, is a precursor to him falling apart physically. And I disagree with your sentence where it's more likely he misses multiple games than they're a true playoff contender. I don't think that's true. I think it's more possible that they're a playoff contender than him missing multiple games for injury. I am just here to to bring the honesty. I think a lot of people are, are liking the idea of Aaron Rodgers more than the reality of what Aaron Rodgers is now in the path of seeing. And we've seen, again, I gave you all the examples. Tom Brady has fooled us. Tom Brady changed the way we viewed elite quarterbacks in an older age. What Tom Brady did from 40 on was abnormal, and he defeated Father Time. Finally, he saw his arm look like a wet noodle at times last year. And these quarterbacks that get to this age, they can still dial it back for a quarter, for a half, a couple weeks in a row. But the sustained elite ability over seven, that is not going to be there for Aaron Rodgers this year. But, I, but I'm not asking him to be Tom Brady. Oh. I'm not asking him to win an MVP. I'm asking him to be markedly better than any recent Jet quarterback and be a useful piece on what I think is a good football team around him. And that brings me to my next point. I like a lot of the pieces. I have been very pro-Jet in this camp. We are asking a lot of a team that currently has the longest playoff drought in sports, and I know a lot of that locker room wasn't there, but a team that had moments last year. I just feel like a lot of the Jet problems down the stretch last year got pinned on Zach Wilson, and rightfully so, where that doesn't mean it was the only problem. And now, just bringing in an older Aaron Rodgers, you know, how much room is there? And by the way, that same guy that you pinned everything on, he's the guy taking all the first-team reps yesterday, not Tim Doyle, Pat Boyle. Yeah. So if Aaron Rodgers does miss time or a couple games, and the AFC is that tight, right? I mean, the Jets, to make the playoffs, they may make it by one game. Which is why when the last time you and I were here, like two Thursdays ago, we had that clip of Joe Douglas blowing smoke about Zach Wilson because they have to. Yeah. Because he's plan B. But they're going to have to use plan B this year is what I'm telling you. You they think are, they are? They are. He's not playing 17 games. Okay. But again, that's a, that's they should they need to plan for that. But it's certainly not the certainty that you're saying that it and is. And also, I mean, is it fair to say that Aaron Rodgers has gotten himself at least questioned medically over some of his comments the last couple of years about what he believes in and what he doesn't believe in? He has. I don't know that I fully trust Aaron Rodgers. How should I phrase this? Uh, mental capacity to properly 
take care of his body in terms of like the muscle strains and everything else. Like thinks he kind of knows it all compared to what. Listen, no, nobody dislikes some of his takes more than I do. But the bottom line is, I'm looking at it right now. The guy has played five consecutive seasons. He hasn't missed a game in five years. So and then some might it. say he's due. Or some might say that he's durable, and you are reading too much into a calf pull it's not on a good sign. May 23rd. What's the veal, Bogues? It's not a good sign. You spoiled a very good line. That was a very intelligent, creative. If only you had this much effect on Canadian bacon, you'd get five oinks. That's, this is a five. I just look. This is a five oinker headline. And now here we are flipping. I, I haven't even said anything nice about right. it because right. we've been so disagreeing on Rogers. And part of it is all is all the, the, the sell job that, that it's done with the headlines and By it the ruins way, it. Mm-hmm. Glorious Splat just wrote on Twitch, 100% he didn't write this headline. Anybody <laughs> want to defend me here? I mean, you sent it. I, I don't know what happened in your house yesterday. Danielle might have. Do you think, Danielle, in the process of getting two kids ready for bed, I turned to her and said, hey, Danielle, Aaron Rodgers, she don't even know he's on the Jets. I'm not talking about that. Yeah. I, I think she's creative where she could come up with that one. Right, she could have. Yes. Capable of it for sure. Yeah. I actually don't think Danielle knows what Veal is. She knows like Veal's coming, at a restaurant. Coming from you. No, no, no. I'm pretty I'm, sure she knows what Veal it's is. pretty insulting to you. I'm out. really is. Happy you anniversary. Were, no, no, it's not <laughs> insulting. It's not insulting. Listen to me. I believe that my wife knows that she can get veal at a restaurant. I don't think she knows what veal actually is. All right. I mean, we all have her cell phone number. Who wants to text her? I'll send her a note. Okay. okay. Thanks, Pete. Bottom line is this. I am here. I'm planting this flag. This is my DA Oakland screed. Aaron Rodgers is not playing 17 games, and the Jets are not making the playoffs. And this calf injury, we will look back on this and go, man, we should have known that. I'm telling you right now, on May 24th, 2023, and I will be here, the first one to tell you I was wrong. <laughs> that is not true. Absolutely. That's the one thing that will not happen. No, no, no. <laughs> I actually don't get credit for that. I'm probably the one person. Because you don't do it. I always admit when I'm wrong. <laughs> no, you have an excuse <laughs> for excuse why it went wrong. Hold right. on. Th- I hate that, Boyle. I hate that. I hate when people say, well, you have an excuse. Guys, a lot of times an excuse is called a reason. Yes, it is. And But, some, but you like excuses. Because I like explaining myself. Because you don't want that the blame mean, to no, no, admit, no. you don't want to admit that you're wrong. The bi- the the biggest thing you know somebody's lost an argument is when they go, I'm tired of hearing these excuses. Well, you don't want to hear the reason. <laughs> you're the guy. The that reason switches. might suck, but then that's another problem. Like Carlos's reason the other day sucked, but so does your reason of why you played the wrong highlight. It sucked. No, it didn't. There were two different problems. Carlos made a mistake, and you made a mistake. Carlos' mistake did not have to lead to your mistake. But an excuse was Carlos didn't do his job correctly, leaving me to make my own mistake. You know what? That was 100% avoidable. You turn, you turn I'm the, gonna, I'm the gonna, forest fire into a right. statewide no, fire. And you're the guy that also goes... You know what, Shawnee? Excuses are like rear ends. Everyone has them, and they all stink. Mm-hmm. Not mine. I used a loofah. Mm-hmm. Now, I just want to also say this. Day? No, I don't like that. I don't like wetness down there. Um, oh, you don't? No, I'm a dry guy. CBS presents this program in color. An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. The audio you need to hear. It's DA Soundcheck. All right, again, it's Mraz and Bogus here on the DA Show. Coming up top of the next hour, J.D. Wicker, Athletic Director, San Diego State in studio. 
We started off with Aaron Rodgers, who was asked to do his best Jersey Shore impression. Oh. Uh, I was walking out to practice today, and we, you know, the media st- are here always doing little videos and different things. And the video was some "Do Your Best Jersey Shore Impression," and, and I just, I just kind of laughed to it. And then CJ Uzama was walking next to me, and he said, he "Never watched the show." I said, well, "How can you not watch the show? One of the greatest shows back when MTV used to actually, you know, have content on it. It's phenomenal." But uh, I'm a fan of all of them. I actually uh, went to uh, Poly D. Uh, a Poly D set back in Vegas and like back when I used to go there a few times a year back in like 2011 or something so oh I hate so I watched Jersey Shore Family Vacation I know I thought it was going to make you happy here's the problem he again is showing how phony he is uh oh Jersey Shore was one of the great shows back when MTV used to have content it's still on well I think and there's like a million different shores now yeah so that was a bad joke I thought that was like a when they used to play music videos joke. Like, yeah, now so, the show's different, but it's yeah. on still. So there is some there is some phoniness in there. But I thought this was you were gonna like this. I thought it was gonna bring you to the Aaron Rodgers side here. Here's he, the thing, no, because here's the thing. And again, maybe those of you outside, I always make jokes. The kid in Tuscaloosa, the kid in Twin Falls, yeah. right? Though the you guys listening uh, or girls listening all over this great country and and north of the border in the New York area, this Aaron Rodgers thing. It's almost like he's going above and beyond to show how New York and New Jersey he could be. Here's him eating pizza. Here's him at the Nick game. Here's him at the Ranger game. Now, now he wants to be the flag bearer of telling everybody how great a show Jersey Shore was. And it, you could already tell in that answer. He he went to a Paulie D set in Vegas. That I believe. I don't think he like really has a grasp that the show's still on or like he's aware of the show. I think he's just coming across phony like he was an actual Jersey Shore fan. Well, I would forgive him. For now, not knowing that there's a, that they're still doing Jersey Shore shows, I don't think that's a problem because why he's still in the NFL, he's still a quarterback. I mean, it wasn't like he was a kid then in 2011. Well, but, I wasn't aware that Jersey Shore was still doing reruns. <laughs> right, it's not reruns. They have a new season like every six months. Yeah, like it's Wait, o- really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, that's okay. Sammy comes back next season. It's okay that he doesn't know that. What is she like? 42? She doesn't need to be coming they, back. But before he finishes. Long story long, you don't need to watch. I'm killing Rogers for it. They, they're all older now, but they all like go on these trips, and if they film them going wild on a trip in their late 30s, 40s. Right. So it's okay that he's missing that. But in 2010, 2011, when he was what, 26 years old? Yeah. He's okay. He can watch. He could have watched Jersey Shore then and thought it was fine. I guess. But he, I don't know. It's just he's a phony. He's a phony. We need to stop treating Aaron Rodgers like he's not a phony. And he's a jerk to people, too. Let's not forget that. <laughs> to you. And you might have deserved it. Complete, no, I didn't deserve it. It might be a plus. A complete jerk. All right, what do you got? Not a jerk. He feels it. He knows it, just like I do. Kevin Harlan, the Celtics are back. This is his, the great NBA play-by-play voice on TNT last night. Derek Jeter, A-Rod, at the game, uh, invoking that Red Sox 0-3 comeback. And then after that, sorry, forgot to add that into our sound check rundown. Uh, mm. Then we've also got a rare mess up from Kevin Harlan afterwards. Oh, okay. Told you no NBA teams have come back from a 3-0 deficit. But in Major League Baseball in 0-4, those two Yankees right there were against the Red Sox, and the Sox were down three games to none, and the ALCS came back to win that. Then they won the World Series, the only uh, time in Major League Baseball history that a team's been down 0-3, come back to win it. 
Happened four times in the NHL. He gets the assist. Timeout taken, Boston. It's a five-point game in a closeout game trying to sweep the heat. Oh. All right. I'm right. It happens. Kevin gets a pass. It happens. I, all right, I'm making this declaration now, too. Maybe I'm just, I'm very grumpy, I guess, today. Uh, uh, the 04 Red Sox thing is me. If I'm firmly rooting against the Celtics because of it, I am so tired of it already. We led the show with it. Harlan's doing it. It is a storyline that is already tiresome. And that is going to be your poll question today. Are you rooting against the Celtics because you're already tired of the 04 Red Sox comparisons? And there's a major eye roll from Pete as he drinks his tea. Right. And the analytics team gets to work. Right. So the alternate trivia, the poll question is, are you Sean or are you everybody wait, else? Wait, wait, hold on. That was not the poll question did, yesterday. Did we do Boston yesterday? No, we did slides. It oh, sucks. No, another day. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. My bad. Pete actually My- made me think for something. Did we do that yesterday? We did it another day. Okay. A couple days ago. All right. Well, we're doing it again. What were you going to say, folks? <laughs> Just saying that the question is, are people you or everybody else in this scenario? Well, that's what I want to find out. Yeah, that's the I point know. of a poll question. That's why it's not a dumb poll question because if it's overwhelmingly it 99% no, then I realize I'm completely in in the wrong here. That's the point of a poll. Right. Get a finger on what the people are thinking. Right. Because, again, you are the first to admit that you're wrong yeah. when you're wrong. Yeah. All right. Let's do your update next with Peter Schwartz. Schwartz, what's up? You oh. want to do number three first, oh, that's tough right. guy? Okay. Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard on trying to recruit well. LeBron to play. Some we game. got purple and gold jerseys. I got one right here, right now. It's white. We got purple and gold, though. Nobody got number six. You can have that. You done played in the league for 35 years. You done broke every record. You let go. Let go. Let go. <laughs> you can be the lit GM over here, lit coach. You can be the trainer. Oh. Can be the cook, the driver. Oh man! Now I know how people feel when they say I'm not funny and I get tiresome. That was not funny at all. I'm actually disappointed in us for playing that. Also, and the giving audio, it life. The audio. This is DA. By the way, this would be the DA line. Ready? I apologize, to the audience. I mean, the the audio was terrible there. And then stare at me blankly. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's a hundred percent what DA would do there. You know, I, I must be our system. But yes, uh, I, that was terrible. His jokes were terrible. The sound. Who was laughing in the background? Who's talking to Dwight Howard? Where is this from? Yeah, and he's playing in Taiwan. I guess that's the thing. He's trying to recruit LeBron to play. He could be the GM, the coach, Pepe Le Pew. I thought the one funny thing was when he said you could be the cook. I mean, so stupid. Also, <laughs> Dwight Howard. Do you need to be playing basketball in Taiwan right now? These guys. I mean, I get you know you love playing. Just go play at the gym. They're not getting paid. He doesn't get paid to do that. He needs more money to play. But that's the thing. At the, and that's the end of soundcheck. Maybe this is something I'll never understand. Because I don't think any of us will ever understand it. You know, we all, don't get me wrong, this company, we love raises and, and make more money. But don't you get to the point when you're multi-multi-millionaire? At some point, when you have to make a decision on whether to make more, and that means going to Taiwan for a couple years to play basketball, or just, you know what, I got enough money. Like, when is enough enough? Well, do you ever think maybe that just like Floyd Mayweather, who has made billions of dollars over his lifetime and continues to fight fights because he probably spends it? I mean, we know he spends it. So you're saying they just spend at a higher clip that well, it's maybe, all relative? Maybe when Dwight Howard was 31 and he was still, you know, 
at that point he was past his peak. But, okay, let's say when he's 28 and he's an all-star and he goes, yeah, I'm going to be in the league for another 12 years making, you know, in the top 10% of the league. I'm going to spend my money. I'm not going to invest it. I'm not going to save it. And then he gets to the point where he's 33, I, and he's like, oh, crap. Okay, maybe I need to go play in Taiwan make some extra money. Or maybe I mean, he just I, loves playing basketball and well, wants to get back to the NBA. You're probably right on the first part because if you love playing basketball, there are other places to play basketball here. I mean, wasn't Terrell Owens playing in the fan-controlled football league? <laughs> yeah. And and even there's just, I don't know what he's getting from Taiwan or from teams or whatever to play basketball there, but there's a chance that he's also like, making money for, like, a fifth generation of his grandkids. Like, that's like that's another thing, too. Like That's another level of my family tree that I can now, that I can basically fund their life. Yeah, and and somebody mentioned, well, what if he just wants to go to Taiwan? Well, the point is he should have enough money that he could go vacation there for just two live weeks. live there. Right. Or just live there flat out. You're right. You know what his salary is? What? Take a guess. $300,000 a year. Reportedly over $1 million per season. But that's the thing. Is that worth, like... A million dollars? Yeah, I'm in. And he yeah, probably you're has. In. Dwight Howard has made how much money in his career? Well, again, oh, oh, an extra million. It's another bucks? million dollars per year. So you're saying it's never enough? I'm saying that it's so much money that it makes that much of a difference that it's hard to pass up. I, I think the one million would make much bigger difference in our lives than Dwight Howard's life. Okay, but he's not going to give it. I don't. What does that mean? Of course it would, because we all would need a million dollars, but you could always need another million dollars. Okay, so that's that was my question. Is there ever a point when it's enough? You're saying you could always use another million dollars, so it's never enough. Right, So, but I mean, it's also a f- personal choice to go, you know what, I've worked enough, I'm okay now, I don't need to go to Taiwan. And that's or my you- point. Shouldn't you at some point, shouldn't you have made enough money that that's a personal choice that you're good? He still hasn't reached yeah, that personal asked, choice. That's amazing. But you're No, it felt like you were asking that we should tell him to stop making more money. No, 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 no. All right, if that's how I came across, that's not how I meant it. I meant I can't believe that he's still playing in Taiwan after all the money he's made in the, in the NBA, and is that the point? Like, is it this about money, and is, is are we at a point in our lives where no matter what you get to financially, it's never enough? What if he loves Taiwan? Okay, so I, I guess your point is if he lived there, he might as well play and make the million dollars? All yeah, right. He just wants to keep playing. If that's his reason, then bless your heart. What if he didn't take care of his money very well? Yeah. Well, that's what I said before. Yeah, I mean, I, I, if that's that's why, then he, that's why. Then that's very sad. He could also insanely think that he's going to get an NBA job off of playing well in Taiwan, too. Well, then that's when somebody needs to tap him on the shoulder and go, Dwight, come on. Like, let's let's think about it here within our scope. Why is Jody Mack still continuing to do shows? I'm not he's, doing he's that. He's done enough shows. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. You also like to tell us how you do 10 shows in seven days. I mean, everybody says yes to work all the time. Okay. First of all, yeah, I think we understand that NBA salaries are a little different than us. Sure, but it's all relative. There are people who probably think, who could absolutely think that all of also, us make enough money. We don't need more money. Why are we doing all this extra stuff? Also, it's about, you know, climbing a little bit, having your hand in different pots to make sure that, you know... If the DA money ever went away, I have yeah. my hand in different pots to, to keep a job. No, I'm still I, a young man. Dwight I, Howard has aged out of his career. Except that he hasn't. He's somebody still paying him to play basketball. And a lot of those players like to play internationally. It, it happens. Look at Marbury. Marbury went over there. He did Starberry and all. I forget where, where I mean, he went. Good China, for them. That's true, too. He could be selling sneakers yeah, and stuff like that. Some, I have another business. And in all those countries, too, like there are no rules. So like that could be a straight million dollars, no taxes. They could be paying for his house, his car, right. 
So that's pure profit. And they're re- and and these players sometimes are revered in these places. Yeah, he, they uh, play. They might play once a week. Yeah. All right, like, all could right. Be f- just he's basically in three million dollars. Yeah, Why would you no not market. say? There's no market for Dwight Howard in the U.S. anymore. But right. there's probably a booming market for him in Taiwan. All right, look. When it comes to arguments, sometimes Taiwan, sometimes I lose. Oh, it's man. not funny. <laughs> It's not funny. Double tuba. <laughs> That's a first. That's like Breen's double bang. He just got double tuba. <laughs> All right, Pete, what do we got an update? Uh, there's never been an NBA team to rally from 03 down in a series to win, but the Celtics were hoping last night they could still have a chance to make some history. The quest began in game four of the Eastern Conference Finals in Miami. They were down nine in the third quarter, and then... Tied at 61. Bam on a mile for Jimmy Butler. Nobody ever recognized that. Struce runs behind the screen. Right-hand dribble. Attacks the paint. Horford reaches in, knocks it away, and Jalen has the steal. Jalen running with Tatum. He's going to keep it himself and score with the left hand. The Celtics have the lead. There's Sean Grandy along with some stuff there from Cedric Maxwell on Celtics Radio. The Celtics stay alive, beating the Heat 116 99, they cut Miami's lead to three games to one. Jason Tatum, 33 points. Jalen Brown with 17. Said head coach Joe Mazzula settled the team down in that third quarter. It just got us composed. It looked like, you know, potentially like we was in a bad spot, and he, he called a timeout. I thought that was a good decision. Game five is Thursday night in Boston, 8.30 Eastern time. Stanley Cup playoffs, game three of the Western Conference Final in Dallas. Vegas out with speed. Watt across the line, right wing. To the left wing, a shot, score! Barbashev! Ivan Barbashev, a power play goal, still with 56 seconds left on the major penalty. Wow. 2 nothing Golden Knights. Barbashev really cut them. Oh, it, you know what? That wasn't bad. You know, no, I don't know. I think that was good. Thank I like that no, one. It was, it was fine. Any, any Russian name references you want to make after that? No. Nah. Call by Dan Duva? We're not, we're not judging the joke. We're judging the fact that the rest of us can't make those hockey jokes before Sean does bacon. Well, but Sean's now doing it before Boyle does well, bacon. Well, Boyle's so good at bacon, it shouldn't matter what jokes I use, right? Well, yeah, that's your problem, yeah, which you're is why you're making the jokes now. you're in a bad spot here, because what if, what, if, no. you know, what if the... The, uh, the the star is aligned, and you had a similar reference that he has. I would hate it, but I'm going to tell you right now. This is why I'm great at what I do. I was going to put Canadian bacon as a treat for our first-hour listeners. I was going to make it a 620, and I said, you know what? That's going to be tough on Pat to throw together that script that quick, so I gave him as much time as possible to do it at 920 Eastern so you to were, make his life easier today. You were going to make a historical decision to do bacon the earliest it's ever been done before, which would have been unfair to Pat, who's doing your job this morning pre-show, and now you want us to believe that you're the nice guy by delaying it until 920? i got to make it easy for the kid. You're the just worst. A, that kind of person. The worst. Yep. Now to baseball. We'll start in New York where the Orioles jumped out to a 4-0 lead over the Yankees, but Yankees would rally to tie. Orioles took a 5-4 lead to the ninth. Aaron Judge homered to tie the game, and then in the 10th. Swinging a fly ball, center field. This should do it. Mullins racing back. He's going to be under it. He makes the catch. IKF is going to score. No throw from Mullins. Ball game. Yankees win in 10. The pride of Fordham, Justin Shackle on Yankees Radio. Yankees beat the Orioles 6-5 to for their 15th win in 20 games. Other games last night. Surprised the Yankees can afford them. It's not yeah. funny. Do you think, you think Justin gives money? 
You think Justin gives money back to Gordon Walsall? He definitely gives him a little boost, a little taste. A little bit. A little taste. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, Royals over the Tigers last night, 4-1. to one. The Dodgers beat the Braves 8-1. to one. Major League debut for Bobby Miller, a run in four hits over five innings. Uh, Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers did not practice at OTAs yesterday because of a minor calf strain. Rodgers, talking to the media yesterday, says he also is trying to find a permanent residence in New Jersey. You know, I'd like to to maybe get out of where I'm living. It's kind of an extended stay place, but maybe feel like home a little bit more, but it's been a lot of fun. Now, there are some nice hotels around the Jets complex, so it yeah. can't be too bad where he's staying right now, but there's some... Yeah, but you want your own TV, your own space, yeah. his own hacky sack court. He's your own light stuff. switch to make it dark. Exactly. You know, that kind of thing. Rogers said he tweaked the calf during pre-practice conditioning, doesn't think it's too ser- serious, and we all hope so that that's the case. Now it is time to get stunned. Woo! It doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. Takia. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news. Do you like Dairy Queen? <laughs> I do. Yes. I just... <laughs> oh, I, thought, I wasn't looking at his mouth. I thought he actually started with that. <laughs> I really thought that was him live, but then we go to a Dairy Queen stun. By the way. <laughs> yes, I do. This has nothing to do with stun to a news. Do you like gummy bears? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Dairy Queen was where my family and I wound up going the night that the waitress spilled the ranch dressing on oh, me at Miller's. She, after after the Miller's, you went on a grill and chill? Across the street. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Now I want Dairy Queen. Well, whatever. Um, You know, it's one thing when you're going down the street and you see like a stray dog or some other Mm. animal. Boil. What about about if you saw a steer running down a highway and you were driving in your car? What would you you say to that? I would floor it and say, get away before he destroys my car. Well, a steer was on the run for weeks and was lassoed and captured on a Detroit area freeway. This happened in Holly, Michigan. Let's hear from people from Holly, Michigan on Twitter. A team of Wranglers, including one on horseback, chased down and captured a wayward steer named Lester across several lanes of a Detroit area freeway. State police in car video shows the tail end of Sunday afternoon's chase on northbound Interstate 75 in Holly, it's about 57 miles northwest of Detroit. A rider on horseback and three people in two ATVs, and you can get your insurance from Progressive for an ATV, can be seen chasing Lester in and around fields and woods along the east side of the freeway as the state police car follows slowly behind on the shoulder. At one point, Lester races from near a clump of trees toward the freeway lanes and is quickly cut off by one of the ATVs before running behind the vehicle and into traffic. Could you imagine this? look out. You got to steer him in the right direction. That's right. There you go. I was thinking the exact same thing. Three vehicles. That one was funny. Three vehicles pass the steer as it runs into the northbound lanes. The rider on horseback catches up Lasso's Lester, which then runs into the median and hops a guardrail onto the freeway southbound shoulder before it stopped. Okay, so here's my question, because we have had bull cow on the loose stories before. Is this one of those that he ran, got loose from like a a plant where he was going to be made into burger? 
he had been on the lam for several weeks from a ranch where Lester and four other, I guess I'm pronouncing this correctly, bovine, mm, yes, were relocated after escaping from... So he left from, a, essentially a farm. Yeah. yeah. Right, so he didn't, doesn't sound like he was in danger of losing his life. That steer had a pretty good life then, you would assume. It sounds like it. And Lester, by the way, is a great name for a cow or a bull, whatever. That's a good name. Lester's a great name. Yeah. Well, I would argue that a human... In 2023, that's we had the conversation the other day about like old person, like that's an old man's name, Lester. Yeah, but like I your don't grandpa mind. can be named Lester. Oh, Lester Bellotti? I could see a Lester Bellotti. No, if you start praying <laughs> the kid around Timmy and Lester, no thanks. I don't know. I think sometimes Lester is more. It's fine. Oh, oh my God. Out! Where's this the guy's door? gonna quit? <laughs> The tuba guy's gonna quit. Where in the world is DA? Make him come back here. Make a radio station in Tucson. Get a big baby on the phone and fix all our problems. And the sports station in Holly, Michigan is looking for a host. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not fair. I just can't believe that. Honestly, Lester though. and the landfill. Can we just go back one part of Stun, though? Forget the ATVs. They actually put a guy on a horse to last. Good. Him. Like it was the Wild Wild West in Michigan. Well, they got a ranch. They got cowboys or a guy on a horse. Yeah. Are people still doing that? I feel like that's only on a kid's field trip. I mean, a circus, no. too. You could have it in the circus. There's got to be lassos. People are doing the lassos on the horse in the circus? Every day at farms well, and ranches, people are using lassos. Watch on a, Yellowstone. On a horseback? What is it? Billy Crystal and no, City Slickers? watch Yellowstone. That's a documentary. I don't watch Yellowstone. I hate when people bring up that movie because Billy Crystal comes off as such a fraud in that movie. Because of the Met hat? He wears the Met hat. Yeah, I've heard that, too. But he's on vacation. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, the fact that he's a Yankee fan is crystal clear. The sizzle of the best goals. Sing us a song. You're the overtime ending man. The saltiness of the best games. God, we're having a good time. Having a good time. We crave the nightly action of the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's a hockey, you know, it's only it's only game. Why do you have to be mad? He's a good guy. It's your morning serving of Canadian bacon. Only on the DA show. Oh, all right, all right. Canadian bacon finally at hour number four of the show, but real quickly, one tweet. Darren and Kuna tweets and happy hump day at Andrew Bogush at Moraz CBS, not you at Pete the Body. So the listeners are very happy today. Can we repeat that again? He said, Happy Hump Day at Andrew Bogush and at Moraz CBS, not you at Pete the Body. Great, have a good day. All right, Darren, you heard from Pete. <laughs> have a good day. Last night on the ice, a big game number three between the Knights and the Stars. We have a man not wearing a bacon costume, which means he's already lost half an oink. Ready to roll and give you your highlights from last night. Pat Boyle, take it away. All right, boys. All right. All right, here we go. One game on the docket last night. Game three of the Western Conference Finals and a Lone Star State showdown as the Dallas Stars were hoping to shine and prove that the house doesn't always win when you play Vegas. The Golden Knights show no chinks in the armor at home, holding serve in games one and two. So you would think that Dallas would have saddled up and played with some twinkle in the first few minutes. Well, not the case. It was an overflow of Marcheseau as Jonathan mm. did his best version of Thoreau showing some civil disobedience to the Dallas crowd and bestowed a lead for Vegas less than 80 seconds into the game. 
Then came the turning point of game three. A duel of the captains, a couple of locker room leaders. Jamie Benn and Mark Stone collided with Stone sinking like one to the ice. But then Jamie Benn with a cataclysmic, a cataclysmic, a cataclysmic error cross-checks Mark Stone in his neck while Stone is on the ice, earning himself a game misconduct, a five-minute major penalty, and Jamie Benn got the boot, ejected from the game inside the first two minutes. Vegas wasted no time capitalizing. They let the engine rev, and putting the pedal to the floor was Ivan Barbashev. Vegas out with speed. Watt across the line right wing. To the left wing, a shot, score! Barbashev! Ivan Barbashev, a power play goal, still with 56 seconds left on the major penalty. 2-0 Golden Knights. Ivan Barbashev made like Barbasol, and Barbashev the puck through the ice to make it 2-0 Vegas. Dallas needed some Starbucks to wake up, but Vegas replaced everything with decaf. And just like a Canadian bacon-wrapped comet plummeting to Earth, the stars were mediocre. Not... <laughs> All right, not even 90 seconds later, the Knights were feeling golden again as William Carrier put on his Cartier and dazzled through the slot to score and make it 3-0 in the first period. The Dallas fans were starstruck, and so was Tyler Sagan, who surely can't be enjoying this bacon. He sounded like he was on the verge of quaking in his postgame presser. Emotional right now. You know, frustrating for sure. Um, when you got to do the best you can to just flush it and move on here. Jamie's one of the, if not the, you know, best captain in this league and, you know, top leader. And, you know, collectively, we, we lost as a group tonight. Man, how sad was that? Almost as sad as, you well, know, maybe breaking out a broom for going up 2-0 in a series only to lose four out of the next five. Almost as sad as adding Patrick Kane and Vladimir Tarasenko only to crash out in the first round. Almost as sad as saying your favorite team would be the 73-win Warriors version of hockey and then they fire their coach after losing to a team who had 49 points last year. Anywho, not much excitement left in this one except for your goal of the night, the cherry on top for Vegas, the masterpiece finish, perhaps their David. The final blow is as pretty as the work from Michelangelo, a wrister from Alex Petrangelo. Now Smith shooting, deflected wide, rebound behind the goal, sent out to the right by Barbashev. Petrangelo, a wrist shot, scores! Alex Petrangelo, first goal of the playoffs. 4-0 Vegas with 11.32 to go second period. The only highlight after that was Stars fans throwing debris onto the ice during the game. Too bad Trash Tuesday was yesterday. Stay classy, Dallas. Stay classy. Goaltender Aiden Hill was showered with popcorn and beer by the Stars fans, but he's on the verge of being showered with champagne. Perhaps a golden shower as well as the Vegas Golden Knights have taken a 3-0 series lead in the West Finals. And that is your Canadian bacon. Woo. Let that sink in. All right, Pete. Hmm. That's it. Hand off the oinker. That's four a four oink. I'm not going to argue this one. I, that feels right. Look, a couple things I liked, Pat. Okay, a couple things I liked. Number one, the cataclysmic was an epic DA show throwback, decade of DA moment. The way you worked, and you actually somehow did that mistake thing that I did better than me 
while mocking me, <laughs> if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Um, the house doesn't win. Played with Twinkle. I also loved the pedal to the floor barber shed, like a barber. Was that purposeful? Yes. That was very good. I thought the Michelangelo was a little stretch, rhyming that with Petrangelo. I think you took a long roundabout way to get there. But you have proven a point of mine that I have made for a long time, and I want to thank you for it. Your meteor ochre joke that you even stop and laugh at, that is, in theory, a miss. But is it really a miss if we're all dying laughing at how bad it is? And that has been my point for a long time. It, the nature of it is that that is highly entertaining, and we all laughed our ass off at it, even though it would be, in in the stringent grading system, the worst of the jokes. So I, for one, think, I think four is perfect. Also, I think a mistake you made with the throwing the stuff on the ice, you said too bad yesterday was Trash Tuesday. You wrote it as if the game happened Wednesday. The game did happen on Trash Tuesday. Correct. Mm. But I did. But it, I'm doing the bacon on Wednesday. No, he, Sean's right. It was Trash Tuesday yesterday when they threw the trash so on you, the you, ice. You can't say too bad yesterday was Trash Tuesday. No, that's the point. It was yeah. Trash Tuesday. Okay. All right. yeah. You could have yeah. owned that a little bit. All right. right. Yeah. Uh, All right. right. What do you got, folks? So four feels like that might be one of your lowest scores ever, which, again, goes to how good you are uh, at doing this. The usual complaints, critiques are there. I'm sure people would say the same thing. It felt a little long at times. It was a little wordy. The open was awkward. The extra all right. I don't know if you weren't ready to go. <laughs> well, if, I did. I ripped, I ripped the headphones out of the socket. Gotcha. And I couldn't find the quarter inch. Uh, I wasn't even sure if Meteor Ochre was a joke or a, a mess up. But either way, it was a weird moment it in was the like, middle there. It was like three puns in one. Yeah. So the Canadian bacon wrapped comet is a meteor. But then I added on there were Meteor Mediocre, yeah. meteor, meteor. But he deli- like he delivered that in a very funny way. That I'm getting that this is a horrible pun and a horrible mistake. That to me, that's a great up, not a great yeah. down. I like the second Barbasol joke, the one after the goal, then the first one. Starbucks to wake up, decaffeinated. That was good too. Sunk like a stone. There was also a locker room leader mention in there. I m- maybe could have given you a four two five, but four sounds just about right. But again. There are so many things in there that Sean can't do. The rhyming structure can't do it. A civil disobedience, the row reference doesn't even know what any of those things are. I had no idea what that meant. Exactly. So it's just it's a different it's a different level. Pete, uh, everything you said, uh, <laughs> the the deduction comes from the stumbles. Right. Right. Because you don't usually get that with Pat. Uh, you know, it wasn't as crisp as it usually is. Right. It was a shorter script than usual, but still a little longer. Right, one game. And yeah. you didn't sing for the first time in recent memory. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't have any songs that's that were coming fun. to me. That, that's good. That's right. fine. That's the thing. DA has pushed the song stuff. You shouldn't have to have a song if you don't have mm-hmm. one. I'm in favor of that. I think four is fair. Yeah, and by the way, I, I, Gloria Splatter, who was getting way too many mentions, they said that was a definite five. It can't be a definite five no, it wasn't if he five. stumbles, makes the clerical mistake on the day. That's also not That's his not best. perfect. And no. it's not his best. We've, we've heard his five, Yeah, and his five was not anywhere near. And this was no, nowhere near that five. Right. Good job, though, Pat. Good job. Uh, will you be doing Canadian bacon tomorrow? Absolutely. I, that's, I'm, I'm pretty angry, honestly. Pretty frustrated with the performance there. Yeah. So I need to make up for that tomorrow. I like it. Uh, Nebby on the YouTube chat, that's a four, but that's so unfair because this is a Mraz 4.5. Chris did, and I was like, Gigi writes, a four in the boil scale, sure, but even with the slip-ups, it's so much better than anything Mraz can conjure up. 
Nebby, I, I exactly. Might, I'm about to take my talents to YouTube and try to, you know, win these people back over. Yeah, Just like, get talents for right. YouTube, Twitch. All right. By the way, can I ask something? I love mm. that we're on all these different platforms. Why is it that I'm the only one checking Twitch and you had to get rid of them all? You're on YouTube, DA's on YouTube. I'm a Twitch guy through and through. Yeah. And yet, you know, I feel like Twitch hates me. YouTube was easier for me to get to. The other day I tried to get through Twitch and I never it's got to the chat thing, so to. I didn't bother. All right, just Twitch. Know who's looking out for you. Is there you. any comments on YouTube? Like, what are they saying? I just read there, them. He just read oh, them. Oh, is that yeah. Nebby? Idiot. Yeah. Nebby's on there. Alan's on there. Oh, breathe. Get a Who Nebby. Who the hell is Alan? Weed Eater Brian's on there. Jeffrey. You have a guy that eats weed on YouTube. I mean, we have a guy that eats weed producing. Yes. Who? <laughs> See, you know, he smokes it. Okay. You? Yeah. What? You're talking about you or me? Huh? You. Where? I don't... Oh, well, all right. Well, <laughs> what? who's on first? Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. No one knows what analytics is. They think it's like a bunch of nerds doing math, which I don't know, maybe that's what it is. It's time now for the Mothership's Advanced Analytics. Okay, we asked the question today, would you change the nameplate of a jersey for a new player to save 100 bucks? Because that's exactly what Peter Schwartz officially did with his Elijah Moore jersey to his Aaron Rodgers jersey. 60% of you said, no, I'm buying a new jersey. 40% of you said yes. I'm still kind of torn on this. It looks awful, but I also get it. I get it more than I used to get it now by seeing it. I I appreciate the idea, but maybe there's a way to spend a little bit more money to get a better replacement, a better adjustment, yeah. but still save a lot of money off the actual Aaron Rodgers jersey. Interesting. I'm sure he shopped around. Well, in 2021, jersey sales brought in around $2 billion in revenue for the NFL. A go-to jersey for Pat Boyle is one with his name on the back. Well, he wears his own jersey. Mm. Uh, And I will tell you, in 2011, I got my cousin Zach a Jason Pierre-Paul jersey from Chinatown only to come home and see that it was named Pierre Rawl on the back. (laughs) (laughs) And he went to school wearing it and got shoved in a locker. That's your advanced analytics. You guys like that one. I've told that before. I don't don't remember it. The P was an R. It was a bad scene. Pierre Rawl. Down a finger, down a P. Tyler tweets in at Mraz CBS. Emilio! Timbo Slice tweets in, you didn't get the Mraz night at the Roxbury joke? I was like, Emilio! I'm actually, I'm really stunned you guys didn't get the night at the Roxbury. I thought that was a more famous movie. 
Curtis tweets in, even when Pat Boyle stumbles, it's still freaking magic. The dude is a wordsmith. How about that? My mom's maiden name, also Smith. She's a smith. And Pat's a wordsmith. Dalton tweets in you the should, DA. Can I, who, did I report that? Uh, Dalton Wells. <laughs> Dalton and Topeka. We're moving on. Uh, Luke. I say finish the thought. Warm churro tweets in. <laughs> Solid bacon by Pat Boyle. I would have done four and a half legs. Come, Pat Boyle, or come, Pete the Body. What are we doing here? Wow. Cigar smoking dude with an interesting tweet, Bogues. Strong interview with the San Diego State University AD. Thanks, guys. Again, at Pete the Body, did nothing. That last part seems unnecessary. What was Pete supposed to do there? Right. Let, let leave him making fun of Pete to me. I don't. But you did nothing. Look, what does he mean? About? What does he mean? Should you have done more during that interview with JD Wicker? A dude, cartwheel or something? I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it either, Pete. I don't get it either. Um, geez, that was very odd. That was very, very odd. All right, couple things to note here. Number one. Yankee Stadium tonight. Zach Campbell in the house. You guys don't think I should be boxing him out? No. Sit there. Have fun with your dad. Have fun with your baseball game. Now, since everyone wants to count my calories, I had a little bit of an egg uh, on a bun here. Does that mean I'm not allowed to eat at Yankee Stadium tonight? No, today's a cheat day. You got a Yankee game tonight. Okay. Number two, does anybody want to group Peloton with me after the show? Do a ride together. I've still never done that. We could high-five each other virtually. That is true. What are you thinking about today? What's on your what's what's the I possibility? Wanted to, I, I want to do uh, a hit ride. Okay, I'm probably gonna do two rides: a hit ride for 15 minutes, and then uh, maybe another 30 minute regular ride. You can follow me on Peloton at More Ash More Cream. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. That's really your name, More Ash More Cream. Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with it? How do you spell More Cream? The traditional way? M O R E. Okay. Cream. Gotcha. More cream. All right. While we continue to stall ahead of the epic fail, let me also just say this. Bob's Bar again, two to three weeks away. All right? <laughs> two to three weeks. I don't know the exact date. amount. It's June it's like 16th. Two weeks and two days. DA has tweeted out the onesie guide. The onesie guide. It's three weeks away on everything you need to know. It's been updated. Remember. Kinda. There, there is no West <laughs> Babylon stop. At the Long Island Railroad. <laughs> we technically do not have a musical act booked yet, though several other acts are completely booked. Tommy Topspin has also promised donuts. He might even take the ferry across. Okay. That'll be very important. Schwartz will leave with 15 of them. And That'll be very important. And mm -hmm. we can't play music before 8 o'clock. Yeah, I mean, we can play Easter. bumper music, but we can't have any live music live before music. 8 o'clock. And they have begun dugging up the sewer system that around there. That was my next question. They have begun to dug it. They have ruined my dad's front lawn. Ugh. Basically, after he had seeded and planted and watered everything, uh, and he currently cannot cook with gas. For how long? I don't know. I mean, for all I know, that could be done today. I don't know. I will find out more answers from Bob tonight. I have a nice hour car ride to Yankee oh, Stadium. Yeah. Our home. All we ever do is talk about sports together, so who knows? I'll try to get to the bottom of the gas situation. If that's the case... You may literally have to go to a McDonald's to go to the bathroom if the pipes are all taken up. No, but we've got two weeks and two days. I think to it'll be fine. Whatever you do, nobody's allowed on the dog's graves. Okay, let Jay and Wellington rest right. in peace. Can't stress this enough. Those are actual yes. graves. You cannot use them as a bathroom, and you cannot bring tents and sleep in the backyard overnight. 
nor can you show up with campers for two reasons. A, we don't have the room on the street. B, we're not entirely sure that Zach Gelb knows how to park a camper. Also, I think we've forgotten that Zach Gelb is parking cars dressed as Matt Rule. That is also an attraction, which also dawned on me. Has anybody informed Zach that he probably needs to show up by 5.15? Because he can't show up <laughs> no. at 7. The cars will already be parked. Zach, from the show. Zach yeah. knows that. Does Zach Gelb have off that night? Is he being a hard hat guy and coming back in? I haven't seen anything where he's all, uh, not working. He's doing his show from Bob's Bar, too, I think that's it. He was poking around at that idea. Nobody needs that. <laughs> I don't want to put words in Zach's mouth, and I don't know. I don't want to speak out of turn. You are I, a wordsmith. I believe the sensible thing would be if he's not doing his show that night. So you're? are you speaking on behalf of him as an agent, as a boss? What are you? What is your leg to stand A friend. On? A friend. Does Pete, the boss, V. Bilotti, know this? I don't think we've gotten there in terms of... Uh... The bookings. So okay. Also, sure. collective thoughts here. Peter Schwartz has announced he's going. Greg Caserta has announced he's going. Mm-hmm. Shep has told people in the newsroom he's going. Do we allow those three need a, near a microphone again for a segment at the no. Bob's Bar Show? Or they're just there to kiss babies and wave to the crowd? Maybe Greg, but not those two. Those two are not allowed on mic while we're nope. there. <laughs> what they should have is this needs to become like a DA show con where it's like a multi-day event. So like on Thursday nights, the panel discussion yeah. featuring Schwartz and Shep and Caserta and P can MC that. See, that, that, that should be... A right. warm-up show. Maybe they're on 5 to 6 a.m. from Bob's Bar. We cut <laughs> Amy's show an hour short that day. No, I'm, sure, I'm sure Amy will be fine with no, that. No, no, that, that, that can be a YouTube exclusive. You can do it exclusively from there. Okay. A pre-show. That's actually a really good idea. A show while we're setting up. Well, then, no, but then, the, then our seats are dirty. They can't use our seats. They no, we can't have Shep and Schwartz in the seats. And no. by seats, I mean bar stools that are half full. We should, we should have them sign autographs, though. Like maybe set up an autograph table, one with Shep, one with Schwartz. And see who people ask for the most autographs yes. from? That's not a bad carnival game. I did suggest that, too, like DA show experiences. Remember I said you could, we give out blank Excel spreadsheets. People could fill in schedules like Pete. <laughs> <laughs> give them, like, you know, the week of June 19th. There's... There's four open slots. You figure it out. You've got three names. Go. Now, Zach Gelb's also in charge of parking cars. If my daughter Peyton needs to be pushed in the stroller to nap, is he going to do that? <laughs> Would you do that, Pete, or is that also below you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no? Why not? Yeah, no, I would. I would. <laughs> no? I'm still laughing at the Excel spreadsheet thing. It's a bad scene. So anyway, you have all that coming up at Bob's Bar. So for Ragnar Razorback from Arkansas, Marie in Denver, although we haven't heard from Marie recently. She's still coming out there. I'm glad you mentioned the locations. There's been a couple people who have pointed out to me how far away Arkansas is. Yeah, and there's some, there's other people who are very proud of the distance they're traveling because people apparently want to oil boil. Yeah, am I being oiled up? <laughs> yeah, we went over this. The person who travels the furthest is going to oil up your pecs. All right. <laughs> But it could be, you know, a 400-pound man with a beard that hasn't been shaved in a long time. And honestly, no one of our listeners, that's likely to be the case. (laughs) It's not ideal. These pecs have been rounding into mid-season form here. Yeah, but now they're nice and hard. You give somebody a thrill. I'm I'm making them dance on the Twitch. (laughs) All right. Are we done with the fail? Are we ready to go with that? All right. Here's your epic fail. Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic feel. What's the feel, folks? It's not a good sign. You spoiled a very good line. That was a very intelligent, creative. If only you had this much effect on Canadian bacon, you'd get five oinks. That's this is a five. I just look. This is a five oinker headline. Oh, my calf! Oh, my calf! Oh, 
Glorious Splat just wrote on Twitch, 100% he didn't write this headline. Anybody <laughs> want to defend me here? I mean, you sent it. I, I don't know what happened in your house yesterday. Danielle might have. Do you think, Danielle, in the process of getting two kids ready for bed, I turned to her and said, hey, Danielle, Aaron Rodgers, she don't even know he's on the Jets. Okay. I actually don't think Danielle knows what Veal is. She knows, like, Veal's coming, at a restaurant. Coming from you. No, no, no. I'm pretty I'm, sure she knows what Veal is. It's pretty insulting to Time you. Time out. really is. Happy you, anniversary. No, no. It's not <laughs> insulting. It's not insulting. Listen to me. I believe that my wife knows that she can get Veal at a restaurant. I don't think she knows what Veal actually is. This yeah, is a CBS oh. News special report. To the news desk Tell we go. Tell me the Cowboys just signed McManus. We have an answer from Danielle. More oh. important. Sean said, there's no way my wife knows what veal is. We all vehemently disagree with that. Went to the source. What's the answer, people? So, Adi? just to clarify, just to, the question I asked Danielle was, Sean says you don't know what veal is or where it comes from. So, she replies back, I don't, question mark, exclamation, with the answer, it's from a baby cow. Mm. So she looked it up before answering. No. Is this where you admit you're wrong, like always? I know that she doesn't She doesn't want to be embarrassed. I know that she said in the best. She doesn't want to be embarrassed, so she looked it up. Epic fail, you loser. That is why you fail. Epic fail. I have to answer for that when I get home. Answer for that greatly. Um, very interesting. Kaplan has already declared he will not be showing up any earlier to do a pre-Schwartz chef show. So <laughs> that's, that's out the window. Yeah. That's out the window. You do that after. A post show? No, we don't. We're no, at 10 o'clock, we're going to be off, off mic. Yeah. 5 p.m. No. At 10 o'clock, we're off mic. We take a picture. We have a musical act play till 10.30. And then everybody gets the heck out of my parents' house. That's basically the plan. I'm just kidding. You can stay as long as you want until 11.15 is yeah. where the exit time. Whenever DA decides to nap and abandon us, that's when everybody can leave. <laughs> so I'm not sitting out there buying ice cream for everybody. <laughs> Someone needs to get in the house. Mike can say that. Say, Thank you very much. Have a good night. <laughs> we, we've got two weeks, P.S., to get on top of all of his things. BetQL meetings. His nap. Columns. He's got to write. He cannot disappear again. No, it's he just can't. not allowed. When he leaves, he leaves for good. That's it. He can't. I'm looking around. Where Pete's sitting there eating a, a cherry-dipped cone next to Caserta. <laughs> DA snoozing. I'm there with Dan at Mechanicsburg in his David Garrard jersey. I mean, can't happen this Wonder year. what's going on. It cannot happen this year. Um, all right, so DA on vacation the rest of the week. You will get Bogus and me back again tomorrow. Boyle will candle Canadian bacon again tomorrow. We will have no NBA game to uh, respond to. So what we talk about tomorrow, who Eight knows? Eight five, let it roll. Yeah. yeah, who knows? Show's off the rails again. We'll get a lot of that, as if it's not off the rails every single day. All right. Thank you, Patrick Boyle. Enjoy your day, buddy. He sticks two fingers in the air and gives us the salute. Thank you, Pete the Body, on the wheels of steel. He waves goodbye to everybody. Thank you to Andrew Kaplan, the wizard of watchda.com. Thanks to Peter Schwartz, who only mentioned his kids once during every update today. Thanks, Bogey. Can't wait to see you tomorrow, pal. Love you, Sean. Have a good Wednesday. All right. The mothership disconnects. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.